listening to the Access Success Podcast, produced by Access U, a division of Access Advertising and Public Relations. Hey, let's do something big. Welcome, everybody, to the first Access Success Podcast episode. I'm your host, Rachel Schneider, and today we have some of the best guests in the house to introduce you to Access U and what we're all about, Tony Pierman and Rachel Spencer. So, Tony, go ahead and just tell people who you are and how did Access get started originally? Uh, Well, my name is Tony Pierman, as you said. I am the CEO and president of Access uh, and XSU, Um, and my co-partner and I founded Access in 1996, Um, and it was uh, very much at that time a traditional print graphic design shop when we first started. And so what did that entail in the advertising world back then versus how it's changed over the years doing a podcast now? Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny, you know, thinking about uh, today's show and, and that question that I knew you had asked me. You know, it's pretty amazing. It doesn't seem to me like that long ago, although it seems like a lifetime in some ways. But I mean, when you put it in perspective, you know, Access being founded in 1996, you know, Amazon had just been founded in 1994. Um, Google didn't exist Facebook didn't exist until 2004. So when you think about that, in 1996, uh, Steve Jobs had left Apple. He didn't even work at Apple at that time, you know? So it was the wild, wild west in terms of digital advertising, website design. We had dial-up modems. I mean, it's just a different world in terms of where you look, you think about several of the world's largest companies didn't even exist when we were founded. And here we are now doing things in a completely different digital way. The majority of things we do, while we still do some traditional things, it's just changed in a way that's even hard to quantify how we do what we do and what we do for our clients. What direction is Access U heading in now specifically with the world of education? Well, in terms of education, you know, I don't think there has been as much of a crisis in higher education as there is now in decades, maybe 50 years, Um, maybe going back even longer. Because uh, in the last several years, especially uh, pre and post pandemic, um, education across the country is really suffering to a great degree. Um, Community college is down 25% in the last 10 years. So we see an incredible need and the future of that is really all about digital transformation, all about digital conversions, digital marketing, uh, content management systems uh, for better client websites, client uh, client relationship management tools, project management tools, uh, marketing automation tools. All those things are really the future of what we're gonna be doing and really the present of what we're doing and why things have changed so much. And Rachel, talk a little bit about when you hopped on board and then deciding to move into public relations into what it is today, especially with all the changes in the media and how people get their information. That is a really good question. So to piggyback off what Tony was saying, you know, when I started an access uh, in 2007, I think was the first year Twitter was around. Um, And so the way we were engaging with our publics was really very, still very traditional media relations. You know, you still, you didn't have quite the 24 seven news media cycle that you had before. social media was really just for um, personal entertainment. Um, It was not businesses. Institutions weren't uh, using it. In fact, the year before I came for Access, uh, the place that I was working with was a national nonprofit, and we had to lobby for one computer in the office of 300 people that would have access to Facebook so that we could start to see 
what people were talking about um, because we had firewalls. Like, we just couldn't access it. So that, in the grand scheme of things, we're talking 15 years ago, not that long. And now everything happens online and there is no more you don't have that sense of a cushion in terms of how much time you have to respond how much um, effort you need to put into conversations that people are having and if you're not interactive and constantly engaged in some way there's always some sort of opportunity that you're missing and that would be the hugest thing that I have seen shift since I started here uh, in as a young 26 year old in 2007 to to where access and just the world is now Um, and it's it's a huge challenge but a huge opportunity and where do you see the podcast going especially when it comes to those important conversations and tony feel free to jump in on this too so i i am so excited to be starting this podcast because i you can ask tony i've talked about trying to have a podcast or, you know, some sort of interactive audiovisual component for years. And so the fact that we're getting this off the ground um, is so exciting. And the reason that I think it's so important right now is because the way people absorb information is changing. You know, the average attention, I think somewhere like I read humans have an attention span that's shorter than a goldfish, really. What? So, <laughs> I mean, that explains TikTok, right? Exactly. It does. I mean, it explains TikTok, it explains Instagram Reels, and people no longer spend, you know, an hour every morning reading the news, and they don't absorb that information. I mean, sadly, I mean, I think a lot is lost when you don't spend time reading through, um, you know, information, long length information like that. But people just they're multitasking, they're spending so much time and the way they retain information is is different. So in order to engage, you have to find a way to put your information out in different ways. And audio is really taking off. Just people can listen while they're doing other things. Um, And even I find myself retaining information that I hear on another podcast or something a little bit differently, um, just based on my own learning style. So I think unless you're finding ways to leverage, you know, different channels and let people absorb information differently, you know, you're missing part of your audience. Yeah. And, you know, all I would add to that is I think there are so many opportunities now and in, in the time that we're existing in, uh, you know, adding someone of your caliber, Rachel, actually with a news background, a journalism background, you know, we have such an opportunity to work with our clients to create their own content as well, you know, to us, for us to be our own media. And I think that's such a huge opportunity for our clients uh, because the way traditional news is absorbed anymore really is changing daily. Um, so I want us to be creating content for our clients. I want us to be our own news channel for our clients and really present present that in an authentic and real way that helps them but also helps get out and educate which you know education in every form it takes is our biggest mission I can definitely confirm that newsrooms are changing and the way that people absorb their news has definitely changed, like you've said, in the past 10 or so years. And then adding on top of that, going into our thought leadership and being able to create content for our clients, but also for people in the world of education, AccessU and the AccessU faculty is made up of some brilliant creative minds, uh, skilled web developers and social media gurus. So Rachel, when it comes to creating blog posts, podcasts, and just additional content with that thought leadership, how can that be beneficial for people in that world of higher education and beyond that? I think one of the most exciting um, 
aspects about what we've done here at XSU is we already have such great thought leadership within the inter the disciplines of marketing and public relations communications here. So as you mentioned, we've got web developers, we've got graphic designers, we've got PR specialists. Um, but now with Access faculty, XSU faculty, we have we're bringing in outside uh, thought leadership as well to really make us the you know incredibly smart as partners for people. So we have people who you know like Dr. Larry Hinker who was for the longest time you know. Uh, I'm going to get his title wrong, but uh, vice president of external communications, I think it was for Virginia Tech. Um, and we've got Dr. Dean Brow with with feedback. Uh, and he does nothing but social listening and ethnography in a really, really interesting way. And we can tap into the expertise of people who are on the ground or have been in the ground within higher education, community relationships, um, and through different ways and really just bring some new perspectives to how we can leverage that expertise from a marketing perspective to to look at things a little bit differently. And Tony, was that some of the idea when creating this uh, group of Access U faculty is that you were going to have these experts in their fields on staff for your full service, you know, marketing and, and public relations firm, just to be able to have that on, on staff when timely things come up in the news, when you may have a client who needs extra help on a certain area, you know, DEI perhaps, how has that benefited uh, Access and Access U? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, Rachel. You know, uh, on one side, you know, I just looked at some of the mentors I had been lucky enough to work with over our career here at Access and my career here at Access. And, you know, you have someone like Larry Hinker, who Rachel mentioned from Virginia Tech, you know, who uh, really did steer Virginia Tech through its most challenging time in history during the mass shooting and as an internationally known speaker on crisis communications and public relations. You have someone like Dr. Tom McKeon, who founded the Renoka Education Center here. And these are both uh, individuals that have this amazing wealth of information that are now retired. And I didn't want that wealth of information to be lost to all of the education partners we have. And then on the other flip side of that coin, you have someone like Ricky Parker, who's currently on the faculty at Virginia Union, or someone like Monica Gomez, who's currently on the on the faculty, in, excuse me, in administration, um, working with enrollment at NOVA. And they bring an authentic BIPOC voice and perspective to our group, which is also so important. And those things have never been more relevant than they are right now. So it just immediately, by reading reaching out to friends and colleagues and really trusted allies within our industry and beyond really just made us so much broader and bigger overnight. And having all those individuals, and um, as Rachel mentioned, Dr. Dr. Dean Brow, having them all agree to be part of this team just was overwhelming because every one of them said yes instantly because they really felt empowered and challenged by the idea of let's get together again and do something in a really meaningful way for higher education and education in general. And, and that applies to whether we're doing a community education project or whether we're doing something for higher education. Yeah, I was just going to add in, like, I think to what you said, that was probably one of the most exciting things of the last, you know, as we've transitioned into Access U and what we're all about um, and kind of getting just hearing how excited the faculty were from the get-go um, and how much what we're doing right now is needed and how much opportunity there is to, to take marketing and focus it specifically on these areas that really have maybe felt overlooked in the last uh, couple of years. And it was just it's so validating and just the energy behind it, it, it makes it a very cool time. It was one of the most exciting times uh, in our last 26 years to have this new idea and have people outside of our firm who we respect so much agree that it was a great idea. And it was just so incredibly empowering. 
And what's been some of the reactions from clients, too, when maybe they're dealing with a crisis or they really need a diverse voice or a specialist on something they're working on for their organization? And you can say, hey, actually, we have a faculty member for that. Yeah, it's been interesting. You know, in some cases, it's just working with Virginia Tech, whom we've been working with for decades, or working with Roanoke College, who we started working with in 1997. So in some ways, they've said, oh, great, you guys have always been great. Now you're even better. Uh, But in some cases, it's just been very important for someone like Monica to come in and for me, me to be able to take four or five different creative messages that the team have come up with and see how they resonate to an Hispanic audience. And having her say, this is the one that will really resonate with this audience because it feels authentic and real. And wording it this way is better because those are just insights that are so often overlooked and Google Translate just is never going to give you. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And Rachel, just in your own words, how would you describe how AccessU is different from other agencies in the area? That's a loaded question. Um, You know, (laughs) I'll just answer on how I think AccessU is different from from any other agency, really, whether or not it's in the area. You know, we don't have uh, specifically where we're located. There is nobody that is doing what we're doing. I mean, that's the honest truth. Um, just in terms of, of in-house capabilities, um, breadth of expertise and knowledge, um, and within the education space especially. Um, so I think we're really different with that. But, you know, the idea of AccessU focusing on, you know, community education, workforce development, community colleges, small liberal arts, there is such a need right now to fill that workforce pipeline and to get people trained and to look at ways of better energizing and bringing a community together for the betterment of the community. And that's, I think, what we're really doing um, through our marketing, through our support and working with these different institutions and these different organizations. um, You know, there's a lot of real, there's just major value behind getting the word out and engaging with audiences in the past. And, you know, a lot of times I think this is probably true in the community college space, but in a lot of other spaces as well, you know, many marketing departments might not have felt like an agency could ever really pay attention to them or they weren't deserving of the type of sophisticated marketing that we're able to provide. Um, and that's not true. And in fact, they're they're just as deserving, if not more, and they need it. So I think that's really a lot of what we're doing differently is just we're placing emphasis and focus on groups that, you know, that have something really, really important to put out there. Yeah, I mean, I think you said that well. You know, the only thing I would add is I think it's so interesting to me the correlation between how so often these small community colleges uh, and community colleges of all sizes are really designed and really challenged specifically to sort of really help and reach out to marginalized and underserved communities. And it's so interesting how many of them are really marginalized and underserved in terms of advertising and marketing, because often they're not taken seriously by some of the larger higher education firms. And we don't have that arrogance about us. We love working with these small schools. We love working with these opportunities. That doesn't mean we can't flex up and work with Virginia Tech or Hollands or whomever needs us, um, but it's so so sort of um, engaging and welcoming when we reach out to these smaller schools and they're like really excited to work with us because someone is taking them very seriously and doesn't in any way uh, trivialize a smaller budget, you know, and how can we help them make best use of that? So it's something that we approach with a lot of energy um, just because we're problem solvers and we love it. 
one of the things that I've noticed since starting at Access is there are these magnets and posters around the building saying, be different, make a difference. And so, Tony, going off of what you just said, what does it mean to you to be able to make a difference in the community, especially for these community colleges that really have an opportunity for students to get more involved and get their enrollment numbers up in such a critical time? Yeah, I mean, that's a really, really simple statement uh, that sort of came out of 2020 during some very challenging challenging times in America and across the country. And it was something that really became important to us. You know, it's been something that's really been one of our cornerstones is how much we try to give back to the community and give back to our clients. But we've always felt really inspired to try to to really perform at a higher philanthropic level than most of our competition, certainly within our area. And, you know, we give a fairly significant portion of of our revenue every year back to a lot of our clients and to a lot of nonprofits in the area. Um, So that was part of it, but also just part of an understanding that coming out of the entire Black Lives Matter movement, that there was such an underrepresentation for minorities and BIPOC uh, folks within advertising, Uh, and, and never more so than in smaller rural communities like ours, right? You know, we're not a metropolitan larger area um, that is a little bit more diverse. So I think we have to be very, very deliberate about trying to engage both in not only the marketing that we're doing, but also the people that we're hiring and the people we're trying to bring on board. So this became something that was really, really important to us um, in all those ways. But then also just, yes, in the larger scheme of just we want to contribute to our clients. Um uh, you know, we, certainly there's a business aspect to this, but we love the partnership and we feel so completely devastated if something doesn't go well for one of our clients. We don't, we don't take it lightly. We take it very personally and we want our clients to succeed and we only succeed when they succeed. Yeah, I, everything that Tony just said. Um, but, you know, also we are tasked with speaking to everybody and how can you speak to everybody if you don't make an effort to understand you know and 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 understand your own vulnerabilities and weaknesses as well um which you know i think a lot of people in the advertising agency and, and just everywhere have just opened up this pandora's box of you know everything that we should have known that we didn't know and now that we know what are we going to do about it so you know as communicators, if you know whether or not we're trying to just market right here in, in Roanoke, Virginia, where we're located, um, how are we representing everybody that lives here? Or if you know we're we're going national, or we're going somewhere like um, you know Maryland or Baltimore or down in Georgia, you know somebody like understanding the communities that you're serving and the fact that not every community and not every audience within your community or publics within your community is the same. Um, that's true just in terms of. Um, understanding that you know northern virginia is different than southern virginia but also you know the experiences of you know adult black males is very different than the experience of you know um first generation hispanic families for you know so everybody has a story and we just need to make an effort to understand that if we're going to do our jobs as marketers communicators And what is your main goal with the podcast? Because we're touching a lot of different areas that could help so many organizations, community colleges, different marketers in the world of education. We've got a crisis communication series coming up that is on our blog, if you want to check that out at accessu.com. And we also have a social media centers of excellence series we're going to be talking about with Dean Barl about how people can succeed on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. So Getting all of these areas of education out there, getting all this information out there to people, what do you hope is accomplished for marketers? Yeah, I mean, that's great, Richard. You know, honestly, uh, to, to, 
with all due respect, the funny thing is like, I, to me, this is the most useless episode in the entire podcast because I feel like I am the least relevant news source you have because uh, Rachel's fantastic, but all of the other stories that you're going to be doing, this one feels a little bit about us and that's great and I, and, I, and I value that to give people context, especially folks that haven't worked with us before, but every other story you're going to be doing is going to be so meaningful to our clients in terms of giving them actionable tools to do their job better and that really is our goal and sure, we'll be sharing our experiences along the way, maybe some case studies, but each of those is a great learning opportunity for all of our audiences. And I just love the fact that uh, there's nothing I love doing more than talking about our work. So anytime we can do that and shine a light on some of our great clients, then that's just a win for them as well. Yeah, I'll add that you know, every success that I think that we have as an agency is through co- the conversations that we're able to have with clients. And that's really, I hope that this podcast is treated almost like a a conversation that we get to have with, you know, the universe of education. Um, You know, when we get a chance to just talk and share ideas and, you know, we're not trying to, you know, get every word perfect on a piece of paper or in a blog or whatever. It's just this idea of being, you know, expressive and having conversations. That's where you get at the real meat of where the opportunities are, where you can share ideas. Uh, So I I hope that this is a conversation between Access U and and the universe of potential out there. Um, I hope our clients get new ideas from it. Uh, And, you know, I hope anybody else who's just trying to figure out how to navigate the world of communications for education right now, um, you know, feels maybe a little bit less like they're walking through a dark tunnel without a flashlight, you know, um, that's what I hope we get out of this. Amazing. Well, I think this was a great introductory episode just to let people know what we're all about and what they can look forward to listening to. Tony, Rachel, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Rachel. It's been fun to be here. Thank you. This is so fun. Thanks for listening to the Access Success Podcast produced by AccessU, a division of Access Advertising and Public Relations. Find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with what the world of education needs to hear at AccessU Agency and connect with us at accessu.com. Let's do something big.